A podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the deep and unknown, exciting ocean of the creative mind together with Leo Rodas, an artist from California and uh, we had already Leo last week in it and, and, and we, we, we learned about his life uh, in Guatemala a little bit and uh, how he became an artist which was quite interesting quite funny because it shows that it is never too late because he started quite late um, in, in his in his in his 50s or no, actually 2018 to, be, to become an artist which is unbelievable great and his artwork is great he is he is as well member of the Isle of Westcock artist group and uh, um, I'm happy to have him there in this group because he's very enthusiastic and uh, it shows how you can survive uh, uh, life um, without too many depressions uh, um, if you if you if you are creative and I think that helps you and as well like 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 me too hi leo happy to have you here in the show thanks very much appreciate you having me yeah it's great to have you here in the show and i must say so and we have to mention leo is now as well in the hall of attitude that means you dear guys you can buy a mac with 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 it's actually a collector's edition with leo's counterfeit um, with a collage which I'm gonna do um, th actually three different collages from, from the first, second and third episode of, of Leo so you're three times actually in the Hall of Artitude Leo <laughs> oh, thanks so much, appreciate it yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah, um, we were in the first part, we, we were talking a little bit about you know, growing up in Guatemala and, and um, I would like to get back a little bit to that as well so as you used to be there uh, I think it's interesting for people as well so to to know a little bit more about the school system in, in Guatemala and and all that. And uh, I mean, if you're gonna go back to the first episode, you will you will learn so, so about his experience uh, uh, in his garden. I mean, um, being 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 attacked by, by American American airplanes because they they wanted to to set up a putsch. For, uh, who was the, the president in in 1961? What was I will have name? to look it up, <laughs> but I believe his last name was um, Uvico. Uvico. Yeah, but I'm not sure about that. I will have to look it up to and, and the poor Leo. share that info with him. Poor Leo. But uh, yeah, they were trying to remove our president at that time, and that's what the students were about. So actually, you you can be happy that you're still alive. 
Definitely. Yes, I survived that. Yeah, and like I said before, as a child, to, to me, in my mind, was that uh, Hollywood was re recording a war movie in my country. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, it's funny to me, but I guess that's uh, me celebrating my life, you know, that I'm still here. I, I would, would say. And I mean, it really didn't affect me in any way at all, you know, because to me it's comical that a child can think that way and protect themselves from mental harm, you know? So, I mean, uh, yeah, somebody probably would have gotten hurt in front of me, then that probably would have made a huge difference. But basically all I heard was uh, bullets falling on us, you know, and hitting the ground and the walls. And my aunt was fast enough to grab us and take us back inside the house, so... But uh, yeah, the, it, it is, it the is, mind it is. of a child can take you to a fantasy place where you protect yourself. I mean, I mean, sure, and and especially if if you are four, you, and if you if if you never ever get confronted with violence, you know, you 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 really think oh, it's just a game, isn't it? I mean, it's uh, just a game, exactly. So so, 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 so when, when when did you realize the first time that that, 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 that you, you were happy, happy that you're still, still alive? alive? Ah, oh, well, I always been happy that I'm alive, you know. I've always been thankful of it. I, In my opinion, you know, and the way I am, I say I've been successful with my life. And it's not bragging, but I've been able to accomplish what I needed to accomplish. Yeah. Um, When I was going to school, I already knew that it will be very difficult microphone it will yeah. be difficult for me to make a good living uh, as an artist yeah i always I, appreciated the craft and always practice it as much as possible but it's something that i always said to myself that's what i'm going to do when i retire <laughs> okay so 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 that 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 means in in your younger year so first of all you 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 went in guatemala to 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 the to the um four or five classes and then and then you went to college or, or how how was your uh and what a mile i only did uh, elementary school from first grade to sixth i mean kindergarten to sixth grade and 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 was that quite um encouraging uh, it was very or... encouraging i um at the time um i was interested in uh, biology the yeah. human body interests me a lot Yeah. And by uh, the time I finished my sixth grade, I knew every muscle, every bone and organ in a human body. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember too many of them anymore, but my interest was to become a surgeon at that time. All right. And I excel in biology, excel in art, actually, uh, yeah. woodshop. Uh, what else? Uh, math, I wasn't too good. History, I wasn't too good. But math, I knew it was important. So I worked hard at it and I did well on it. Yeah. So, um, like I said, uh, even as a child, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to make a, a fair living out of art, although I loved it. And I decided to try out for uh, medical and... Uh, By the like I said, by the age of 13, we have moved to the United States. By the time I was looking into having a profession, 
I realized yeah. my parents were not going to be able to afford medical school. All right. So I gave up that idea. I decided to go into architecture. And uh, I started doing uh, mechanical drawing in high school. And really did well on that. Enjoyed it very much and stuck with it to my uh, first year of college. Yeah. And really enjoyed it very much. And by How my second year of college, yeah. I met a lady that owned a construction company, and she hired me for the summer to to help her uh, sort out lumber and stuff like that. All right. And then she approached me and said, hey, I understand you're going to college. Uh, what are you studying? I'm like, oh, I want to be an architect. And she's like, oh, that's a great career. Too bad it's not going to make you any money. Okay. <laughs> so here I am at the age of 16 wanting to be an architect. Yeah. And there's this lady that owns a construction company telling me that I'm not going to make any money out of architect. Yeah. So I'm like, geez, so what do I do now? <laughs> you know, so I decided to stop being an architect. I gave that up. You gave it up for 16. Okay. So so this this dream, this, this American dream was, was then already uh, away. Yeah, well, and, you yeah. know, I'm talking to my mom and uh, I said to her, you know, it seems like you need help paying the house because so, she had bought her, her own house at that time, 1973 yeah. by then. And so, you know, I think uh, I want to start working, you know. Yeah. By 1975, I managed to get a job at a hotel. So I was a handyman at the hotel, Jack of all trades, master or none. <laughs> all right. I did. Yeah. I repair whatever my boss wanted me to repair. So I learned plumbing. I learned electrical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I learned right, well. to uh, even make keys and change locks and things like that. So I learned a lot. It was a good experience. Oh, I would say. And how many, talking how many to my mother, yeah. she said to me, "How do you like your work?" And I say, "I don't." <laughs> And uh, I, uh, I wish I could find something I could do, you know, besides this. And I mean, it's, it's fun, but you know, yeah. I'm kind of getting bored with it already. It's not challenging me enough. How, so how, she how, said, yeah. "Well, go back yeah. to school, you know, and learn right. something, you know." Yeah. And she suggested electronics, and I'm like, "Well, I don't know anything about electronics." And she says to me, "That's why you go to school to learn." <laughs> Yeah. So I decided to invest half of my salary I made at the hotel on uh, education, and I paid yeah. for uh, uh, electronic school at Hills Engineering College on the corner of uh, Gary and South Venice in San Francisco, yeah. which was about three or four blocks walking distance from my hotel job. How old have you been so, there? Yeah, I learned electronics, and I did real well with it. Well, it came to time in, what was it, uh, 1978. I was going to graduate in May. And it came time for me to find a job in electronics. At that time, I was working at a at appliance store fixing uh, home appliances. In those days, they, they were still fixing, like, blenders and, you know, uh, coffee makers. and. So, so I was... I was wondering, so your father and your mother, as they came over from Guatemala to to, to San Francisco, was it was it? Uh, did they 
did they had already connections? I mean, relatives or 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 over there to 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 get a job to um, as carpenter and uh, and as she was she was a dressmaker. She was a designer, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, well, my dad did, did not want to stay in the United States, so he went back to Guatemala. And my mother decided to stay here. And um, like I said, uh, she had already bought her house in San Francisco at that time. And the funny thing is that the house was only worth $15,000. That fifteen, yeah, one five. <laughs> that was 1973. <laughs> Yeah, 1973. Same house is worth probably a couple of million now. <laughs> probably. And, and was at this time. Um, yeah, at this time. Yeah, that's probably. At, at this right as well. I mean, far far more quieter than, than nowadays. I know actually the the, the, um, the, the, um, the serial, the streets of, of San Francisco with, with, with Carl Malden. Do you know? Do, do you notice this, this show? Which one? The streets of San Francisco. I mean, that, that's oh, streets of San Francisco. Yeah, that's a good a good TV program. Yeah, uh, you can only find it on Nickelodeon nowadays. Yeah, they they haven't played that in regular TV for quite a while. It was Carl Malden and and who else was it? The, the other fellow. Um, ah, she's um, Carl Malden. I mean, Carl Malden was the one with with his big nose, you know. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah this, 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 this is big red. red. And the was... young guy was, uh, ah, gosh, he was in so many movies. Too. Yeah, and I forget his name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I, 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 he's Kirk Douglas's son, um, Michael Douglas. Yeah, That's Michael Douglas. Michael wow. Douglas as a yeah, young yeah. man. Yes, I, I really liked. I mean, it was really this this street and all, all this 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 stylish music and everything you know so i really enjoyed that very much you know so so it was uh it transported. Yeah, see, that's the era when i grew up in san francisco it's kind of like that you know it transported <laughs> very, somehow very colorful how was it for you what was was it was it a, a, a very hippish did you did you did you have a, had a hippie life or i uh i came at the end of the the hippie era you know uh 69 was when the hippies r really were over with you know and uh, moved on and started doing different things they moved to central america and uh, yeah a lot of the hippies are living in guatemala nowadays <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Or, or or in Portugal, or 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 here in West Cork. Yeah, uh, some of them are in Vietnam. Some of them are in Malaysia. I, I, they're just all over, you know. So, so hippies, they, uh, they, yeah, they they moved on. They they left California. I mean, you still run into some of them. They're in their eighties now. In fact, I've met uh, some of them. You know. <laughs> They're still into smoking weed and doing drugs. <laughs> I'm surprised they're still alive and doing everything and, they did in those days. And and and, and you you did the absolutely vice versa run. So yes, so so you you have your your somehow your American dream in in, in San Francisco going on a little, little yeah. bit. Yeah, San Francisco was uh, fun growing up. I I really enjoyed it. I I really have nothing negative to say about it. You know. Except that it became a big city and pushed me out <laughs> to crowd it for me. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that 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 is everywhere same. I, I I just came back from Cologne. I mean, I I'm I'm born in Cologne, one million population as well, and I'm happy to be back here in West Cork. You know, I mean, it is uh, the countryside. I, I I really prefer that. I mean, I mean the cities, the cities. You like the countryside as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to living in a city like like Cologne, you need money, you know. I don't know what how it is in San Francisco. It's probably the same. I mean, I mean. Uh, oh, geez, uh, it's very expensive. Uh, I decided to go see a movie uh, in San Francisco a few years ago. Yeah, and I spent twenty dollars on the movie, and spent twenty four dollars on the parking. <laughs> oh God. So, that's forty-four dollars just for a movie. That's not including snacks. To have a soda and a hot dog probably would have been another twenty dollars. <laughs> so yeah, you have to be wealthy to go visit San Francisco. Um, last time I was out for dinner with my son. We probably blew a hundred and twenty dollars, and this really wasn't anything too too big, you know. Yeah, not not so fancy. Yeah. Not so fancy, yeah. So, yeah. But, but yeah, it, it's expensive to be in the city, so you know you gotta be ready for it when you go visit. It's beautiful, still a lot of fun, but yeah, it's become yeah. out of yeah. my price range. <laughs> How is it? How is it with live music? Do 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 you have a lot of lot of lot of bands in in clubs playing there? I mean, probably not now. Or it's... Uh, live music still a lot of fun in San Francisco, but uh, yeah, live music. Let's get into that subject. Uh, I grew up in San Francisco, and uh, a lot of times when I was going to every junior high school, which is on 16th and George Street in San Francisco, about two and a half blocks away from there, there's Dolores Park across the street from Mission High School, which is on 18th Street. And uh, Dolores, actually. And that's probably why the park is called Dolores Park. Well, okay. Carlos Santana used to uh, play live there. Yeah. And, and uh, I used to hear about it at, at my junior high school. And after school, we used to run and on Fridays and go watch Carlos Santana play live music for us there. Um, Malo too, that's another group uh, that was uh, hosted by his oldest brother. And uh, yeah, I grew up uh, seeing Carlos Santana, uh, Malo, Mabuhai, and a lot of the famous uh, artists back in those days. You know, there was a lot of music in San Francisco. And it was a I lot can of- imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I mean, I know a lot of, lot of people, Beatles fans from here. They they, they they went in 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 the '69 uh, '70s. It was Donocker actually with with his White Album to to San Francisco in in order to support him in America. You know, so that's that was, <laughs> was quite quite weird. Yeah. Hey, I mean. Great. I mean, I would say we are already almost at the end of the second episode, and I forgot completely, totally in to uh, in the first episode to wish everyone a happy new year, because uh, we were so distracted with with setting up this connection that 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 I really 
I forgot it. So so happy new year, dear listeners, and happy new year to to everyone. And uh, let's hope that 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 we get um, in this 2022 through this glitch and and everything went back somehow to normality a little bit. Would be nice, wouldn't it? Um, okay, dear guys, if you if you want to to we're gonna go in the third part more deeper into into um, Leo's art art praxis, um, but you still can can uh join the Isle of Westcock artist group or are you gonna look 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 on, on my uh, on, on on my website and all all the links where where Leo has his artwork and I think Leo has as well as well a, um, an Instagram page now. Correct. What, uh-huh. what is your Instagram page? Instagram page is LJR Art9. So my three initials the word art and the number nine so okay. that's leo jordan rodas lj r art nine at lj art uh lj r art nine is leo's um instagram account and but i will put that into my description so 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 you you can't miss that if you want to um to join the, the I Love Westcock Artist Group. Everyone can do that on Facebook. Um, you can find uh, as well more information at Instagram at, um, at Detschlich or at Attitude or at I Love Westcock Artists too. If you want to support this podcast uh, and if you if, if you would like to, to get some, some original artwork from me on, on, on Max or T-shirts or whatever, mm, you can find it in my shop on www.attitude.com. It's all here. You can see it here. I would say, Leo, thank you very much for today. Um, we, we we hear from us next Sunday. And dear listeners, uh, yeah, tune in next Sunday morning. And we're still, we still, I'm looking forward to have another session with Leo. So it's, it's great to have, have him in, in our show. And I thank you very much, Leo. Thanks very much, Elsie. Appreciate your time. See you next Sunday. Bye. All right. See you next time. <laughs> you have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion, and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.